Good morning. So good to be with you. Our scripture reading is from Luke 19, verses 1 through 10. Luke 19, verses 1 through 10. Please stand if you can, those who can, for the reading of God's word. He entered Jericho and was passing through. And behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was seeking to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was about to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried and came down and received him joyfully. And when they saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. And Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, since he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The word of the Lord. Please be seated. So good to be with you all. Wonderful supporting church of ours for so many years, loving, caring for Japan. Thank you for the introduction. Yes, 30 grandchildren. Carol delivered number 30 two weeks ago. And uh, our kids call us in Japan. Dad, Mom, Dad, your biological church growth plan is working. We're pregnant, you know. That's been our life these last 14 years, but it's a joy to be with you this morning and to bring God's Word. Verse 10 of this passage, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. We might call it, it's kind of like Jesus, the mission statement of Jesus, isn't it? For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. And that mission statement becomes ours as well we want to see today. From this text, we want to think about Jesus on mission for us, and that 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 would grip our hearts. Jesus on mission for me, to save me. And, And yes, in response, I go on mission with him for this lost world. Do you know the story of Japanese Commander Fuchida? December 7th, 1941, he woke up on his aircraft carrier early in the morning, prayed to his eight million Japanese gods that the ships would be in Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, that he could kill many, many American people that day. And the ships were in the harbor. And his 300 planes that he was the leader for attacked Pearl Harbor early that Sunday morning, killed more than 2,000 Americans. Airman Jake DeShazar in California got that word that Sunday. He was so angry. Oh, I want to kill Japanese people. He threw his coffee cup, broke it against the wall. He volunteered for a 
a, a secret mission. He didn't know what it was going to be. It turned out to be the Doolittle Raid, if you read your history, that, that took Army Air Corps, the predecessor to the Air Force, bombers not made to fly off aircraft carriers. They got as close as they could to Japan, flew and attacked Japan, and crash-landed in China. The plan was that the, that the underground, the, the Chinese underground, were fighting against the Japanese occupation forces who were brutalizing China, would rescue Jake and all those on the Doolittle Raid and be able and, and bring them to freedom. Well, Jake was captured by Japanese. He participated in killing many Japanese people. He hated Japanese people. And he was put in a, a cell, POW cell, in Nanking, China, brutalized. Some of you have read or seen movies or read stories about uh, World War II. And man, it was hard. He hated, I think he hated Japanese people before even more as he's in that cell. But they let him have a Bible. Amazing. And as he was reading the Bible and got to the story of the cross, and he, and he reads... And the Spirit worked as he reads Jesus praying on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And Jake was converted there in his Nanking China cell. No one talking, just the Bible and the Holy Spirit. He comes to faith, begins to grow. Praise God, help me love my captors. And, and then he prayed this counterintuitive prayer. Lord, if I get out of here, and many, many did not, if I get out of here, I want to go be a missionary to Japan. To Japan. And, and he got out of there. He, he went, got some training, went to Japan after the war as a missionary. And guess who knocked on his door one day? Commander Fuchida. The leader of the attack on Pearl Harbor. Commander of Chita came to Christ. He came to Christ and became ordained as an evangelist and a pastor. This story, this is, this is what we want to think about today. Jesus on mission to find lost people like Zacchaeus in this story, like Deshazar, like Chita, Commander of Chita, like me, this proud, self-righteous me, and, and like you. This is the gospel, and that we see this, yes, Jesus on mission for us, and we can't help but go be a part of being on mission with him. Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. The angel said to Joseph, his name, you know, his name means to save, and you shall call his name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. So let's look at Jesus and Zacchaeus in this story. Zacchaeus, he's desperate, he's lost. It's grown man climbing a tree looking to see Jesus, even though he's rich and he's the chief tax collector. He's rich but lost. Looks like he had a lot, but we know our riches enough. They never ultimately satisfy. My country is a great example, Japan, richest country in Asia. It's amazing everything works. I come back to America, I think I'm in a third world country compared. Just some, Japan is amazing. Even right now, the way they're fighting COVID, so many things, so few have died. They're incredible country. So rich Japan, do you think, question, do you think rich Japan is, this, that historically Japan's had a very high suicide rate, met different things in the culture. 
Do you think after World War II, when Japan was bombed out, dirt poor, was the suicide rate higher then or now when Japan is rich, the richest country in Asia? It's now, by far. Counterintuitive again, but, but again, it shows us that these other things just don't satisfy. Zacchaeus, who is rich, he knows he need, he's looking for something else. He's also powerful. Verse 2 also says he's the chief tax collector. And one of the idols we can go after, you know, thinking if I'm chief tax collector, promotion position can be an idol. Success, we think it'll satisfy. One of my personal struggles, so Marine Infantry Officer, Recon Marine, if you know what that means, New Christ, but wow, I just found the tug on my heart to find my identity in achievement and in success as a Marine officer. And then I found as a, as a missionary in Japan, my story is mercenary to missionary, you know, found the same thing, the tendency to seek to be a successful church planner. For God's glory, yes. For the people of Japan, yes. But you know, for me, that you, would, that others would think well of me. None of these things satisfy do they? It was so good of the Lord. He used the, our first four years in Japan where we saw virtually no fruit. It was so slow to teach us our identity is in Jesus, that our, that our names are written in heaven. So Zacchaeus, he's not satisfied by his wealth or his powerful position. He's empty, looking for something. In verse 3, we see him seeking to find Jesus. Maybe today here, you're thinking, Lord, why are you here? Maybe listening online. Uh, I need something. Something is empty. I'm missing something. There's a, all of us, our hearts are a God-shaped vacuum that nothing else can fill. You know, like Dale Carnegie, so rich, but how much is enough? With a twinkle in his eye, a little more. You know, money, security, comfort, power, position, promotion, prestige, looks, all the things we may go after the, they're not going to work. Jesus comes to seek and to save the lost. In 1964, the Tokyo Olympics, the marathon runner Kokichi, he was expected to win the Tokyo Olympics. And he was so good, such a great runner, he came in number three in his home city of Tokyo. Oh, I wish a Christian could have told him his value, his identity was not in being the first. He's third best in the world. Surely that's enough. It wasn't. He, he took his own life. Sometime later, number three, we think for us, yes, in fact, in some ways, the more we go down roads of whatever our counterfeit God temptations are, actually we come to see, like Tim Keller says, it's almost more despair because we see those things don't really Satisfied. Jesus is the one who comes to seek and to save the lost. Carol and I, one of our temptations, and we really came to see it this last five years, is family idolatry. We have nine kids, and, you know, we pray, raise our kids, and know Christ, follow him, serve him. And, and, uh, and did we do it for God's glory? Well, yes. Did we do it for our kids? Yes. Anybody want to guess who else? We did it for, for us, that we would look good. We had to, really came to see the conviction of sin, this, this counterfeit family idolatry, idol, about five years ago, Holy Spirit showing us this. And, 
needing to go to our kids and con- confess our sin, how we hurt them in, in many ways over, over these things. Do our, do our sin and our false idols, whether it's like Zacchaeus, you know, he's rich and he's the chief tax collector, whatever yours are, do they ever satisfy? Have they ever fully, deeply, ultimately been satisfied? Been, they do not satisfy us. So we see Jesus seeks and saves Zacchaeus, verse 5 through 6. We see him seeking Zacchaeus, loving Zacchaeus, saving this lost, empty person. Verse 5, when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down, for I must stay at your house today. And this is all the people there, the crowds, Jesus zeroes in on Zacchaeus, this evil man. This man who's finding his hope and his riches and extorting people, etc. Jesus seeks the lost. He's seeking sinful, selfish Zacchaeus. Are we moved that today, if you know Christ and have come to him, that you know him because Jesus sought you, pursued you? Do we get used to the idea of Jesus rescuing us and saving us? Do we? You know the story of Jessica Buchanan, 2011, aid worker, young American girl in her 30s in Somalia, captured by uh, land pirates in Somalia, brutalized night for 92 days. Her captors took, they moved every two days to the Somalia desert so that another group couldn't get her and get the $40 million ransom that they were, that they were demanding for her to be restored, for, uh, for her and just so sad, she was close to death and given up all hope. She could not save herself, like Zacchaeus, like you and me, and she had lost all hope. Middle of a pitch black night, suddenly she's in despair. Middle of the night, she suddenly hears chaos break loose in the camp, gunfire, and she's, she pins herself to her only possession she has to her name, her camping mat, and she's down there, and and all of a sudden it's quiet, and and she's terrified. Oh, no, not another group that's taking me to be their their prisoner. I can't do this. And she feels a man's hands on her back, and she she looks up, and she's fighting, and then suddenly she hears, Jessica Buchanan, we're taking you home. And it's American English. And she looks up here in the middle of the Somalia desert. Here's a SEAL Team 6 elite soldier, elite Navy guy who throws her on his back and starts taking her through the desert to rescue her. She didn't say, hey, it's okay, SEAL Team 6 guy. I got this, you know. Just give me a little more time. No. She needed desperate rescue like us. She can't save herself. These guys, they flew from America. They parachuted in, hiked miles through the night, risked their lives. And as she said, if you look her up, if you Google her, they came to save me. Well, friends, our rescue story is even better. That's a good rescue story, isn't it? Do you agree? Ours is even better. That Jesus came from heaven, took the lowest place, died on the cross for our sin. Wow, the eternal Son of God did this for me, and yet I forget it. I, I, I become complacent, apathetic about it. 
do you think Jessica Buchanan thought about her rescue by that SEAL Team 6 team the next day in the German hospital where she's, they're checking her out and helping. She's really, really, uh, really in bad shape. How many times do you think she thought about her rescue and those, those guys who came and rescued her the next day? Once, twice, three times. One, one person said one time, the whole day, every second, the, thinking of those hands on her back and this guy throwing throwing her on his back. They, they put their bodies over the top of her and formed a perimeter when it was dangerous. They were ready to give their lives for her. What a great rescue story. I love it. I was a recon marine. I love this story, you know. But our rescue story is better, yet it can fade. And we can begin like Psalm 78, 11 warns about Israel. They forgot what God had done, the wonders he had shown them. Maybe Jessica Buchanan, do you think the story faded a week later, a month later, nine years later, she and her husband are reunited? I bet they didn't fight the first day. I bet they had no fights after 92 days of what she went through, but I bet they had fights again. I bet it began to fade. Isn't it so easy for us, for our rescue, what Jesus has done for us to fade? Another Psalm 78 verse, they did not remember his power and how he rescued them from their enemies. Isn't that us? Worship helps us. It's one of the reasons we worship, because we forget easily. We worship. It's one of the reasons you guys understand are having a series on fellowship, our fellowship of the saints, confessing our sins to one another, encouraging one another not to forget what Jesus has done for us. We see here also another thing. Jesus calls Zacchaeus by name, verse 5. Zacchaeus, you come down. For I'm going to your house today. They still sing that in America? Do they? We don't have that song in Japan yet. Yeah, we need to translate it. Wow, Jesus calls him by name. Isn't that? If you know Christ today, it's not because you're smarter, more moral, lucky, because he called you by name. Particular atonements, a grace, not some cold reform doctrine. It's, wow, it should move us. Jesus called me by name. Actually, Jessica Buchanan, if you, if you listen to her on, uh, if you Google it, listen to her, one of the things she says, took her a couple years, she was so traumatic before she could talk about what she went through. One of the things she was amazed at, they called me by name. They called me by name. Then she found out the president knew my name. <laughs> well, friends, Again, our story is better. The eternal God, the king of the universe, knew your name if you know Christ and called you to be his child. What a story we have. Oh, Lord, help us not to take this story for granted. Help us not to get used to it, right? He calls us by name, and he takes our shame. We see in this... in this, uh, in this text. Verse 7 shows the love of Jesus. Maybe, maybe one of the reasons Zacchaeus is changed so much in verse 8 is because of verse 7. When the crowd saw it, they all grumbled. He has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Jesus identifies with the bad guy. He goes after the guy they all hate, and they're all grumbling at Jesus, and he doesn't stop. He goes 
to the house of Zacchaeus takes the shame of Zacchaeus. How much more us? We know more of the story than Zacchaeus. We, we know what Jesus did for us. He, he went to the cross. He took my shame and my guilt. He who knew no sin became sin for us. How could that not move me? How could I forget? But I do. A friend of mine now in heaven, pastor, PCA pastor, would say, how can I preach this gospel and not cry and not weep? And, and it, this story, this, this great story of Jessica Buchanan's rescue, first few times I told it, I, I began to cry. It's a great story, isn't it? But why don't I cry preaching the gospel all the time? Forgive me, please, that this pastor gets too used to it. Well, this great love of Jesus there, had to be a, there has to be a response. We see verse 8, Zacchaeus is moved to repentance in verse 8. You know, we see he, he cares. He, and Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Behold, Lord, the half of my goods I give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I restore it fourfold. There has to be a, a result. There has to be something, you know, that, that when we see, Zacchaeus ends up going to people's houses and, and telling them, I'm giving, you, I'm giving you fourfold of what I extorted. I'm going to give half of my goods to the poor. He becomes generous. This is one of the things that happens when we are rescued by Jesus and we experience his love. His mission statement becomes our mission statement. He's our, he's our Lord. And we say, Jesus, how can I participate in the rescue of others. The, the woman at the well, John 4, Jesus rescues her. She brings the whole town to come meet the one that, that had met her at that well that day. Yeah, this is, you know, I hadn't seen this early in my Christian life in college. Uh, I memorized as a kid, 2 Corinthians 5, 17. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. I prayed that prayer for sexual purity, for growing as a Christian, for loving Jesus. And, but verse 18 said, new for what? New for mission. All this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself, anybody want to finish it, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation for Dallas and for a lost world that desperately needs this gospel. How is he calling you? So maybe today, like Jessica Buchanan, rescue me today, first time maybe, or come back to him, or Jesus, forgive me for my apathy. Lord, forgiving your great rescue of me. Lord, how can I go on mission with you and for you for the sake of Dallas and the world? Tomorrow night, we're having this Zoom meeting. You can hear more about Japan and opportunities to pray and care for Japan. You know, you're, you're having a series on fellowship in your cell groups, in your Bible studies, in your small groups. You know, we see in Japan, how do most people come? The connection of fellowship and mission, almost everyone who's come to faith and been baptized in our church in Japan, they're in a small group, they're studying the Bible, people are loving them, they hear Christians confessing their sin and weakness and need of Jesus, and they say, wow, I've never experienced anything like this. I don't believe in your God or this cross and resurrection. I don't believe that at all, but I really like you guys. I've never seen anything like that. Can I come back next week? And we say, yes, 
Yes, our fellowship helps us do this as well. How did that SEAL Team 6 pull that off? Was it only those 15 SEALs, do you think? Any ex-military guys here besides me, okay? Was it just 15 people that did that rescue? How many do you think? 50, 100, thousands? The people on the satellites looking down to find out where she was being moved every day, the, the, the helicopter pilots, the mechanics, those who pay their taxes, you know? It's the same with the rescue of Dallas and the world. We're all so different. Our gifts are different. Our call is different. Older men, young girls. Actually, it was a young girl who was a part of the rescue of Commander Fuchita. The rest of the story, and I'll end here. Her name was Peggy. She was a missionary kid in Japan before the war, World War II. She knew Japanese well growing up there. When the war drums were beating, 1940, she, her family fled to, uh, to Philippines because it was dangerous for Americans. They sent her on to America to go to college, and she, uh, but her, the Japanese invaded right after Pearl Harbor, invaded the Philippines, found her parents hiding in the mountains, and killed Peggy's parents. She gets the word in America, brokenhearted, of course, the country her parents loved and served. They killed her. They killed them, her parents in the, in the mountains. And she, uh, she gets that word, but she hears they need people who know Japanese to volunteer in the, in the military hospital that has prisoners of war from Japan who are wounded. Guess who volunteers to go serve Japanese soldiers? Peggy. She loves and serves. I'm sure not perfectly what's happened to her, but she's a Christian. She's new in Christ, and she's on mission. And she serves these soldiers. And guess who one of the soldiers was? The mechanic of Commander Fuchida. And he, after the war, he's repatriated, he's repatriated, goes back, goes back to Japan, finds his commander, and tells Commander Fuchida about this young lady serving the soldiers of the country who killed her parents. Peggy was part of his rescue. He, he calls us all. He uses us all as we say, Jesus, here I am. Thank you for my rescue. Jesus, help me in being a part of the rescue of others in Dallas and throughout the world. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Jesus said, as the Father has sent me, so send I you. Let's pray. Jesus, forgive us. Forgive us of a, that we lose amazement of the gospel. I confess my sin of not being amazed at my rescue, of being apathetic. Forgive us, Lord. Show us afresh this gospel and lead us. Lead us, O oh Lord to be a part of the rescue of others here and around the world. In Jesus' name, amen.